0: Hi friends, welcome to Preacher, a podcast designed around the reality that many of our churches are shrinking because we haven't created a place where everyone can belong. So if you're seeing that reality in your own church, or you've experienced that and left the church, this podcast is for you. Welcome. We have a wonderfully supportive and encouraging Patreon community. Sarah, Lauren, Dave, Steve, Mark, Sheila, and Tom, I thank the world of you all, and I thank our God every time I remember you. If you are a listener who hasn't yet joined our Patreon community, now is a great time. Your support keeps this good work going, so thank you. Links are in the show notes. I'm your host, Jen Hale Christie, and this is Season 5. It's an interesting time to be alive. Um, 2020 has so far been filled with tragedy and horror, with pandemic and apocalypse, um, and also with great creativity and and gratitude um, and recognition of, of what we have. In this season, we bear witness to the stories of Scripture interpreted in light of the unveiling that is happening all around us. May God grant us a spirit of kindness and humility, with ears to listen and energy for the difficult work before us. Today is Wednesday, July eighth. although it feels like we are just living the longest month of March on record. Seriously? Our message today comes from Psalm 46. Here it is. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in our distresses. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make joyful the city of God, the holy tabernacle of the Most High. God is in her midst, she will not be shaken. God will help her before morning breaks. Nations rage, kingdoms shake. He utters his voice, the earth melts. Yahweh of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of Yahweh. What horrors he has set on the earth. He causes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts off the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted among the earth. Yahweh of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The word of the Lord. The 46th Psalm has a very odd flow or lack of flow to it. There's this refrain of God is our refuge and there's war language. And then like right in the middle of all this, there's a description of a city with a river that seems so out of place. As the psalmist begins, the words are almost trite. You know, we're all nodding our heads and buying into what they're saying. We agree. God is our refuge. Amen. We will not fear. Nope, we're not afraid. Even though the earth changes and shakes, we're not afraid because God is our refuge and strength, our help in times of trouble. We still regularly proclaim this message in the church, don't we? We sing songs like You, O Lord, are my refuge, and Rock of Ages, and Hide Me Away, O Lord. But is this really our response? When the pandemic reaches our nation and cases start multiplying uncontrollably, when we didn't actually flatten the curve, when our nation is teetering on the brink of chaos, as we finally begin to reckon with centuries of race-based oppression and violence? Do we clear our throats and sing loudly about the Lord of hosts who is with us, the God of Jacob who is our refuge? Or do we stumble and have trouble believing that God is even still here? What does our faith look like in the midst of a shaking earth and a raging sea, in the midst of waiting for test results, and watching the protests and the riots? What happens to our faith when the myth that ours is a, quote, Christian nation comes crashing down? When we realize that American Christianity has been co-opted by nationalism, capitalism, and white supremacy? We can sing all we want about God being our refuge in times of trouble, but when times of trouble come, the reality is we're looking elsewhere. We look to ourselves and others for refuge. We turn to the news, desperate to figure out what's going on to find out what the latest is. We turn to social media, sometimes irritated that, man, all we see are posts about the pandemic or about racism, And other times, equally irritated when we see the rare post that has nothing to do with these huge national and international issues, and we think, how can you post about what you ate for breakfast when we are in the middle of multiple crises? It's not that we shouldn't lean on others and help one another. Of course we should, but do we really think we don't need God? I'll be the first to admit that my prayer and worship life has really suffered over the last several months. I don't know where to start. And even if I can affirm theologically, if I can mentally agree and say, yes, God is sovereign, my faith struggles to keep up. When everything seems to be getting so much worse with rarely a sign of hope, my faith struggles to keep up. When my dear friend is losing her battle with cancer, in spite of thousands of people around the world who have been praying, fervently praying for three and a half years. My faith struggles to keep up. I'm not saying I'm losing my faith or that I'm particularly upset with God, although maybe I am because seriously, God, you could do something about my friend. I know that we have really big issues in the world and those are really complicated, but you could do something about my friend. It would not be that hard for you. She is only 37 years old. She's a really good person who should have a long life to live. As a nurse, she's dedicated her life to being your literal hands and feet for people whose bodies need care. She was doing your good work of healing and restoration in the world. She's followed you her whole life. And she and her husband are raising their daughters to follow you too. And don't even get me started on her husband because he's one of my oldest friends and we were hardly out of high school when he watched his mom slowly suffer and lose her battle to cancer. And then his stepdad. And later he lost his dad too. He has lost way too much already. How can you just sit there and not stop his wife from dying? I hear the psalmist saying that you're our refuge and our strength. What I really want though is for you to be the great healer. To be the great healer that we have been asking and begging for a miracle. What are we supposed to do when you don't come through? When the answer is no, or just silence? God is our refuge and strength. The thing is, though, and sometimes I really hate this, the psalmist does not say that that the earth won't shake anymore, that there won't be any more storms or trouble or losses. The psalmist does not say that if we put our faith in God, there won't be any more disasters or cancer or pain or loss. What the psalmist says is that God is our help in times of trouble, a very present help in our distresses. Friends, we have been struggling under the weight of a massive pile of distresses. The pandemic was a heavy one, but it wasn't the first. And the current state of race relations is a really heavy one, but it won't be the last. And maybe you have lost someone close to you recently, or maybe like me, that loss is imminent, and that's a different sort of grief. We're struggling under these burdens, and they're taking an actual physical toll And I don't think I can keep walking with all of this weight on my back. The physical pain that drives me to the chiropractor and the ibuprofen only to need it all over again two days later. That's how I know I can't keep doing this. My body is screaming at me to do something different. And God's word reveals at least a part of the problem. How can I claim that God is our refuge and strength, and then not even try to depend on God in the midst of all of this? But I don't know where to start or what to pray. The psalmist has an answer to that particular objection. Be still and know that God is God, and I am not. You know what I think that partly means? Not trying to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders? I mean, literally, it's, it's a thing that we say, but like, seriously, it feels like a lot of us are actually trying to do that these days. You know what else I think it means? Not filling every moment of every day with words and noise, with books and audiobooks and Zoom calls and text chats and music and conversation and Netflix all day long from the time your head is off the pillow in the morning until it crashes back into it at night. I think it means spending some time in stillness and quiet, and that just feels so hard right now. The quiet is where I might hear something I don't want to hear. In the stillness, I might have to face some anxieties and some realities that I've been trying to manage very well, thank you, by drowning them out with all the noise all day long. But right there in the middle of the pandemic and the racial unrest and the grief, there is a holy city. The psalmist invites us to look into this new reality that we can't quite yet see. The author is painting a vision of the future city of God. The psalmist talks about the new Jerusalem and and uses this language um, of poets and prophets of old. There's a city with a river flowing through it that gives life to everything. And this is the language used in Ezekiel 47 and Revelation 22. The new Jerusalem is is like a second Eden with the river that brings fresh water to trees and they bear fruit all year round. This new Jerusalem is marked by endless light and life and the presence of God. And because God is there in this holy city, nothing can harm it. But we are not yet citizens of the new Jerusalem. We don't still live in the old Jerusalem, but we aren't in the new city yet. We live in the in-between times, the already and the not yet. God's community has come near. We can see signs. We can point to it. But we're living in hopeful anticipation of its fullness. There's a new community emerging under the watchful care and loving guidance of God, and we are witnesses to it. But still, the nations are raging. Empires rise and fall. But God's voice melts the earth. The same voice that spoke all of creation into existence is the voice that speaks to us today. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. God is our refuge and our strength. An ever-present always with us, never abandoning us, helper. Even when it feels like all hope is lost, God is the one who never leaves us. God is the parent who sees us, who hears our cries, who knows our struggles, and who knows us better than we know ourselves. Maybe you are fortunate enough to have had a person in your life who has just been a a rock for you, who has been a safe harbor, a refuge for you, the one that you can always turn to, who who will love you and not judge you, who just will be there. That's who God is and who God wants to be for us, our refuge and our strength. There is so much more to be said about this psalm, about what's going on in our world, and we're going to keep talking about it. And we're going to keep going with this psalm next week. But for today, for now, let's be still. If only for this one day, let's practice being still, quieting our minds, turning off all the noise, even if just for a few minutes, and and meditate on the truth that God is God and we are not. Peace be with you, friends. If today you find yourself on the outside without a seat at the table or a voice in the conversation, may you lean into the truth that you're always welcome in God's community. If you are one who wears the name minister, pastor, elder, shepherd, or are otherwise known as a faith leader, may you extend God's yes to those you might have said no to in the past. May you be emboldened and encouraged to honor the space that God has already created for all. Let's build bigger tables together. If something in you was stirred today, reach out. Hearing from you really does help to shape the future of this podcast. You'll have the greatest impact and opportunities for engagement by joining our Patreon community by clicking that Become a Patron button on our page patreon.com slash Jen Hale And I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook at Jen Hale Christie. Lastly, you would really help others to connect with this work if you would subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next time.